0: Today on We Here, Mother's Day is coming up and we've got lots to say about our favorite celebrity moms, mostly the ones who are scary good at monetizing their children. We'll chat with one of the most infamous celebrity mothers, Dina Lohan, and the co-host of her new podcast called Listen to Me, OG Mama D. And we'll also talk to the stars of Smothered, the hit TLC show all about mother-daughter duos who are obsessed with each other. Coming up next on We Here.
1: Oh my god. We're on page six? Yeah. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six.
2: Page
0: six would have a field day.
3: Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin, And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast.
0: We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. The story behind the story is that it's Mother's Day. Can't believe have- it's already Mother's Day. How long have we been locked up in quarantine?
3: I, you know, it's funny. I, like Mother's Day, this makes me sound like a bad person yet again, Maggie. But it's like one of those holidays that sneaks up on me because I realize that I haven't gotten anything. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that none of the mothers in my life, none of my many mothers, um, <laughs> tune into this episode because I'm thinking now of like what what gifts I can get. Have you procured anything? I mean, I guess we don't want to give anything, give anything away. I don't know if your mom is an avid listener of We Hear a Page Six podcast.
0: I don't think she is, but shout out, Mom. Happy
3: yeah. Mother's Day. I but think I we're will,
0: both pretty I safe. Will, <laughs> I think we're I, safe here. I will tell you that the year that I was born, I, my birthday was on Mother's Day. So I was born on Mother's Day, and I am the wow. first child, so... I like to trot out every year. Here I am, your gift. I made you a mom. So even when I forget or mess up, it's still good.
3: I like that. You know, it's funny. We have some guests on the show today, um, a mother and daughter that are on this show smothered a TLC show about mothers and daughters with sort of unnaturally close relationships. But I feel that even Cher and her mom Dawn cannot compete with that, Maggie, being born on Mother's Day. They're going to be jealous of that.
0: What can I say? I'm just great at what I do, showing up (laughs) at the best times.
3: That's that's good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So just in case our moms tune in, happy Mother's Day. Thanks for everything you've done. Shout out to all of my friends who became moms in the past year. There's a couple of them. You're doing great. In honor of Mother's Day, Ian and I will now surprise and delight you with celebrities. We would like to be our moms. I would like to start with queen mom herself, Jennifer Garner, who just seems to be the mommiest, sweetest thing. She probably puts a note in your lunch. She probably you know, during soccer, she's the mom with the orange slices. She tells you it's not about
3: winning or losing. It's about what's on the inside. That is, you know, that is a solid choice, Maggie. I feel like there was always a kid um, whose house I would sleep over at who had like the perfect mom. And like, you'd wake up and like, I would always sleep late and the other kid would have gotten up already and the whole you go downstairs and like in the perfect home and like the whole family is enjoying like a wholesome breakfast together. I feel <laughs> like that mom is Jennifer Garner. She is the hay sleepy head perfect mom yeah. with that like little squeaky voice.
0: Yeah. That's why she's my number 1.
3: My it's funny, my number 1 celebrity mom, Maggie and I was very sad because she died last year is Valerie Harper. Do you know who Valerie Harper is? Yes. Val- <laughs> I, think, I think to me, she seems like it's like, she always seemed like someone who was like, she had that wholesome thing that you're talking about in terms of the Jennifer Gardner. Like she seemed like a supportive, wholesome mom. She starred on sitcoms. You know what I mean? Things were learned. And, you know, there were holiday episodes where we remembered all our funny moments together, like we're doing a little bit right now on the We Hear Mother's Day episode. My second pick for
0: Celebrity Mom is Kris Jenner, because I want to be a billionaire.
3: Oh, my God. This shows the lengths that you'll go to, Maggie, to claw your way to reality star fame.
0: No, it's not even reality (laughs) star fame. (laughs) What she did with Kylie Jenner and the whole lip kits... She basically figured out how to take someone who has been putting filler in her lips and convince the rest of the world it was the result of lip liner and lip gloss. That is incredible work. Teach me that. I like a mom with a strategy, and she has tons of them.
3: See, this shows, Maggie, how you're thinking on another level than I am, because my number two celebrity mom, celebrity dream mom was going to (laughs) be Bette Midler.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
3: I think Bette Midler would be like the greatest mom because she does seem like, you know, like Jewish mothery and supportive, etc. But she also would just be like so fun and kind of entertaining. And I feel like she would like maybe let you like skip school and go with her to do something fun and fabulous. And she's like so funny and cool. And she has like mermaid costumes in her closet.
0: Mm hmm. Tell
3: you anecdotes about the first wives club.
0: <laughs> okay, so my number three pick for Celebrity Dream Mom. I feel like we're doing fantasy football, but for families- We're
3: drafting moms.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is a little self-serving, I will admit. It's maybe worse than my Chris Jenner pick.
3: I like it already.
0: It's Beyonce. Because how can you not want to be around Beyonce and share DNA with Beyonce? Oh, dip. Try on her clothes in her closet and listen to, you know, like some people sing around the house or they whistle. Like she's doing the, the most beautiful shower singing, the best whistling. She's talking in that like calm, sultry voice to you. This is good stuff that's coming from Beyonce. Wow.
3: You'd really drop the mic with that one, Maggie, I have to say. The only problem...
0: And you get Miss Tina as your grandma. That's double mom power. And so large as your aunt.
3: I guess the only problem with that is there would have been a conspiracy theory that at one time you were actually just a deflated rubber thing that she was wearing under her dress.
0: Well, if you look at me and you look at Beyonce, it's clear I didn't come from Beyonce.
3: (laughs) I don't think that's clear at all. I'm gonna pay those bills, you're gonna pay the buffalo bills. Um I <laughs> <laughs> pay the buffalo bills! This is yeah, this is the ultimate theme so, song to our family. That's like an NFL. That's actually my NFL. That, that no, you know what you mentioned, you know what it is, Maggie? It is a mashup between fantasy football and the fantasy fantasy mom draft. Gonna play the Buffalo Bills, we're gonna play those Buffalo Bills, and maybe later we'll chills. <laughs> <laughs> see my finally maggie my last pick was going to be roxy roker do you remember roxy roker yes she was on the jeffersons and she happens to be lenny kravitz's mother
0: real mother and
3: zoe Kravitz's Not dream mother <laughs> she's lenny kravitz's real mother she's zoe kravitz's <laughs> was zoe kravitz's real grandmother i think she'd be a really cool mo- i mean that'd be kind of awesome because then I could be like Lenny Kravitz.
0: You could wear giant scarves and you could put out great songs and just like wear whatever you want and
3: still look incredible. I, I could wear a leather jacket with no shirt. I could have a nose ring and I could design hotels in Miami. There's still time for that in the new world. That might come true. You know what? You're actually right, Maggie. That is true. I can only dream. By the way, give me one person that you really would not want to be your mom Hmm.
0: one TV
3: character or movie or TV star you would not want to be your mother would be a terrible mother
0: Betty Draper
3: Betty Draper that's true she was always sort of confused and aloof and self-involved
0: yes Like all the best television characters And it got
3: Sally into a lot of trouble. Poor Sally Mm. Draper. I was going to say like Tony Soprano's mom. Yeah, that's a very good one. She was kind of toxic. Led him into a life of crime, but he was pretty successful at it. He
0: was a compelling character, you know? Sometimes that trauma, it can turn into some interesting situations later in life.
3: Forget about it. Well, today on the show, we have some moms, and we'll let you decide if you would like these people to be your mother, Dina Lohan, kind of one of the most, actually, who says on our show, Maggie, that she wrote the Momager playbook. She was doing it with Lindsay Lohan before Kris Jenner and the Kardashians, and in fact, on her new podcast, she's going to give people tips on how to manage their kids in the business. So she talks about that with us today with her podcast co-host, Chanel.
0: And we've also got Dawn and Cher from TLC show Smothered, which is about moms and daughters who are so close, they share bathwater.
3: I kind of always, also I would add Cher to my fantasy, the, the real not to say the real share, but the original share, Maggie, to right. my fantasy mom list as an alternate. Maybe special teams on my all mom squad, especially, At the share, all Star Game. especially share in mermaids.
0: Today we have two very special guests, Dina Lohan and Chanel Omari, here to talk about their new podcast called Listen to Me, OG Mama D.
1: <laughs> Hi, how are you? It's Dina Lohan. Thank you for having me on. And Chanel? Hi, it's Chanel Omari. Thank you for having us on. It's an honor.
3: Hey, thanks guys. So wait, how did you come up with the idea to do this podcast? And how did you come up with the title?
1: Actually, um, I, I've i always been you know enamored by these podcasts. And Chanel had had me on her podcast, Chanel in the City. And it was wonderful. Great interview. It was a lot of fun. And I just figured, um, Chanel, I've known Chanel. She was, well, Chanel, you can take that away, how we met and how we know each other.
2: Yeah. So I had the honor, uh, Dina Lohan had hired me when I was growing up with Lindsay on Long Island. We were really close friends and Dina had hired me to be her assistant, traveled all over the world with Lindsay and then became Dina's assistant and really learned the business of entertainment because I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry and kind of be, you know, not kind of me, but be a host. And so Dina took me under her wings and we've been close ever since. And, you know, I had the experience for, for podcasting and producing and entertainment, but really learned from the low hands, you know, first and foremost, and we became family and that's, we, we decided why not After she came on my podcast, we decided, why not do a podcast? Everybody asks me, how do you get the greatest advice? How do you know what to do? And how do you know how to navigate? And the truth is, it's from my mistakes. And it's from Dina's experiences that she's been so kind to lend to me um, and take me under her wing. And so we thought this is a great time to collaborate, you know, from her experiences and my millennial mistakes. And she is the OG. We all know before Chris Jenner, no shade to Chris Jenner. We love Chris Jenner, but you know, <laughs> Dina Aww. Lohan, Dina Lohan paved the way for, you know, every type of momager or kid that wanted to make it in the business. And she created one of the biggest stars in the world. And I trust her with my life and she's my best friend. And, and I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't get out of my dark times if it weren't for her. So
1: thank you. I appreciate that. The podcast is really about talking about my experiences, whether it be, um, you know, domestic violence um, and clearing up, you know, just helping women out there in situations or any couple for that matter, um, in any, any genre of couples, um, you know, because it happens across the board in gay relationships and lesbian relationships, you know, it's, it's, it's it's it it exists especially now during covid-19 it's very it's scary for me being a mom and there's children there everyone's locked in very tight quarters so i mean i'm that's my you know obviously my charity of choice my children all four of them have their own charity of choice and we kind of love we don't always you know promote it publicly but we certainly are always doing it as much as we can personally so that's very important to me we're also going to be talking about you know just about everything and anything you know i love comedy we'll have comedians on i'm going to have the cast of um celebrity big brother we're all still friends so and dean is also going to teach us how to virtual date because
2: she did you know she's oh, yeah. the OG for that so all <laughs> us single ladies out there because i'm single and ready to mingle at 36 years old is pretty pathetic, but she is going to give us the virtual dating advice, which I think is great because that is what our, you know, our present, unfortunately. You know, and that
1: again, I've experienced firsthand, you know, when Jesse, um, my boyfriend, Jesse DiGregorio Nadler, we're still together um, closer than ever. And, um, you know, now everyone's meeting on Bumble and Tinder and, and you know, that 90 day fiance, all these shows are coming about and they kind of made fun of it. With with you know our relationship, when now people have no choice but to do it that way, and it's a mm-hmm. wonderful thing to get to know somebody on the phone and, and understand who they are, start out as friends and cultivate you know that relationship before you know the intimacy part. I think that's important, especially for. Me. Have you met in person yet, Dina? You know, Jesse and I we Facetime all the time. We physically haven't because of. Well, actually, he's taking care of his very ill mother, um, who's wonderful. I talk to her all the time as well. Mm-hmm. And my mother is ninety-six. So, and and just certain circumstances haven't allowed that. But certainly, after COVID is over, we're definitely going to meet. Hmm. Well, it's a yeah. different time now that we're going into as well. With you know, it's changed all of our our lives, and it's going to change our lives obviously for our future. You know, so um, I'd like to touch on that. You know, I've lost a dear friend to it. Um, it's just tragic. And, you know, you're I'm being a New Yorker born and raised in New York. Um, we've we've been hit pretty hard and it's devastating. And, you know, I worry I'm home alone, dog sitting my son's five-year-old golden retriever. Um, I haven't quite gotten the homeschool down with him yet, but I'm I'm teaching (laughs) that. (laughs) But actually, you know, I I assume my girls, which they had to teach me. My son, Michael, taught me that. Um, He's in New York with my daughter-in-law. They live in Manhattan. And Lindsay and Aliana are locked down in Dubai, and Dakota's locked down in LA. So it's been a challenge. You know, I am thank God for social media and internet and FaceTime and Zoom. I thank God for that because I can talk to them. I mean, we talk 10 times a day. It's 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 pretty, pretty, it's a lot of fun though. We laugh a lot and it helps me being alone, you know, so. Right. Bringing, bringing people together.
3: Have Lindsay and Aliana told you what the situation is in Dubai? Obviously you said New York is pretty hard hit, but I haven't really read too much about what's happening there, well, have they told you what's Dubai, going on?
1: Yes. In Dubai, I'm sorry to interrupt. They keep it under wraps, pretty much. They don't really put out the stats. They know they're um, there. Now they were quarantined. Um, now they're allowed to go to the beaches. They were quarantined pretty much the same amount of time we were. And you'd got, you would get fined if you go out on the street and you're not in by 10 o'clock. You still have to be in by 10 o'clock curfew. You can be out at 8, back by 10. That's just in the recent week. So they've had drones spraying anti bacterial sprays with drones, which is brilliant, I think. Wow. They're spraying down the streets. Um, the malls were closed, just like here. Restaurants are just now slowly opening. So it's it's actually quite the same as but a step further there. Because but they had to learn for they've gotten to learn from the rest of the world as well because they got it, you know, it hit them later on.
3: And Dina, do you feel that, I mean, obviously you're, um, as you mentioned, you're still in the spotlight. Uh, your family is still in the spotlight. Do you feel like the podcast is going to give you an opportunity to talk about some of these things directly? Because obviously you're written about so much and I can only imagine when you're reading about yourself, some of the stuff you read, you probably think is accurate and fair. And some of the stuff you read, you probably don't feel that way. So you, do you feel that this will give you an outlet just to talk directly to your fans about what's going on in your life?
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, you know, n- no one's perfect. We've all had our trials and tribulations. And I think coming from the one who's been through them and lived th- to tell about them, I, you know, I want to get, to. I really want to touch people who are actually going through domestic violence or going through, you know, other issues in their lives, financial you know, name it. I've been through it all and I'm surviving and it's, you know, I'm thriving. And I think that's important to have a positive attitude and keep, keep, you know, following your yellow of the road so to speak. And, and for me to finally have a voice, my kids are like, it's about time, mommy, it's your turn. All, <laughs> And I'm like, great. It is fantastic. I don't have to like You know, I don't have to, you know, being a mother, of course, with Lindsay going through what she has gone through in the past, I'm protective. I'm certainly not going to come out and say, my daughter did this, this and this. That's not what I consider being a mom. I I was definitely protecting her, but I'm sure as heck going to tell you when she was home, I would reprimand because, you know, that's just what moms do. But I think it's for my daughter to tell her own story, not for me or anyone else for that matter to do that. And same with myself. Well, Just also like,
3: Chanel, you mentioned what you mentioned millennial mistakes that you've made. Can you t- can you yes. share a couple of those with
2: us? I'm <laughs> very
3: intrigued.
2: Millenn- yes, I mean, I've definitely made a lot of dating mistakes. I'm sure we've all, um, you know, I've made mistakes in my career. I've made I've made so many mistakes. I mean, Dina can you know be a witness where I call her for advice all the time. Like, oh God, you know, I'm too real sometimes, you know, and I, I. Forget to play like this poker face. And sometimes I could get, you know, my foot in my mouth, and Dina will be like, I, you know. You got to be above it. You got to rise above it. You got to be a better person. And so what do I
1: always say to you, Chanel? Stay in your lane. Lane. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't know how to stay in my lane. Guys, that's why I'm 36, single and still living with my parents. God bless them. Okay. I'm still freaking living with my parents on Long Island. It's like. I'm
1: still dog sitting. So we all have something. Although. I'm You know, you'll know. I always tell her, you'll know when you know, I tell my girls, you'll know when you know. So
0: is that the best piece of dating advice, Chanel, that you think Dina has given you? You'll know when you know, or is there another tidbit you can share?
2: Yeah, I mean, she's done, oh my gosh, she's given me so much great advice. You know, when someone doesn't support you right away, believe them and don't try to make it work if it's not going to work. But that doesn't mean you have to put somebody down or tell them who they are. You can Mm -hmm. always walk away and, you know, come gracefully and come from love. I think the number one thing Dina's taught me with dating or anything in my life is coming from love it's i'm true.
3: getting I've, a lot of i'm getting a lot of good relationship advice out of this segment and i've been married for 10 years
1: oh, oh i fine. could talk about that to you help you there i'm good at that my
3: wife <laughs> was on the verge of like strangling me actually i mean oh, not no. literally dina i but but, <laughs> no,
1: but um I, oh god please.
3: you know <laughs> since we've been together you know on lockdown but anyway i think i feel like i can use some of this advice in my relationship actually this yeah, is helpful. You
1: had to so cook. Cook for her. Cook her dinner.
3: See, that is good advice. So when are you guys launching and when can we listen to the podcast?
1: Chanel, you can take that.
2: Within Four. 2 um, weeks. Yeah, Probably. within 2 weeks we we plan Great. on launching and airing. It's going to be on Spotify and iTunes. It will be published on iHeartRadio, but that will be within the month. And Okay. You know, we're just looking forward. You know, we, we love for you guys to subscribe. We're part of Anchor. Um, they're the distribution platform that's going to distribute to Spotify and iTunes. So shout out to Anchor for supporting us on this as well. And yeah, in two weeks, we're hoping to have few episodes up and running and it's going to be you know no topic is off limits
0: yeah. <laughs> well thank you guys both
2: so much for coming
0: on we're really looking forward to hearing this
2: podcast
3: yeah this thank is great
0: it'll
2: I, we
3: can't wait it sounds like it's going to be really awesome
2: we're so, thank excited, so we're excited thank you so much please make sure you follow you know listen to me the og mama d on instagram well
1: i follow paid six people so you you have to pay back now
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Mother's Day is just around the corner, and today we are joined by Dawn and Cher from TLC's Smothered.
4: My dad's a doctor, my husband's a doctor. She got married at 23, I got married at 22.
5: I love you, nothing like having a daughter. Cher and I have our own unique handshake. We love to go shopping, we love to do makeup together.
4: The longest that I've ever gone without talking to my mom is Maybe a few hours.
0: Hi, everyone.
3: Hi. Hi. So wait a minute. You guys obviously are incredibly close, as is documented on the series. But right now, you're apart, right? One of you is in New York and the other one's in Florida. So how are you holding up being physically apart? And how are you communicating? And how often are you communicating?
5: Well very hard to be a part, it's very very difficult but luckily for technology today with FaceTime and Zoom and and phones, cell phones. So we still are very, very connected, mm-hmm. even though we're not physically there together.
0: So your your new season is about to begin. Can you give us any insight on what we'll see on the show?
4: Yeah. Um, well last season in the first season you saw that my daughter was being born and this season you might have a chance to see her. So that's super exciting. Um and just getting to watch her grow up. I personally cannot wait to watch this season. I'm um, just getting to look back on like watching my daughter grow up and seeing all the fun times we're going to share together and lots of, you know, mother-daughter time and so super excited about it. I think it's going to be an awesome season. Lots of laughs and lots of fun.
3: So, I think I had I had read last season that Dawn, that that you were going to be best friends with Cher sort of from the moment she was born. So Cher, did you feel the same way about your daughter or or do you feel like you're already having the same relationship or do you want to have a different type of relationship with your daughter than you have with your mother being so close or do you want to kind of mirror the same relationship with her?
4: It's so funny you say that. You know, my mom and I... Are have always been so, so close. But when I had my – having a daughter, first of all, I always wanted a daughter because I wanted to have that relationship and that best friend always. Um, but I didn't know if I could have – like if I could feel that same love. But oh my gosh, the second she was born – that love just came over me. And I totally understand the way my mom is with me and how she wants to be so close because I want to be just as close with my daughter. I I love her to pieces. I'm literally obsessed with her. She is like my everything. And so I can't wait to like raise my daughter, be like have her always be my best friend. And um, it's just so special having a daughter. And you know, now we're called the triplets. My mom and I are always twins. But now I got my daughter in the mix. So
3: well, what has the reaction been since you started doing the show? And now you're going to the second season? What has the reaction been from people who follow the show? because obviously we're all kind of bombarded by commenters everywhere. Do you get a lot of support from fans? Do you get any people who think that your relationship is unhealthily close?
5: I get a lot of support from the fans. They're very excited that we're having a season two. They're so happy to be able to tune into that. I get a lot of questions from other daughters and mothers how to handle certain things. So I'm When they ask me questions and I answer them like how would you handle a certain situation? And they also love the craziness of the whole show and how how wonderful and how natural it is and how every people have bonds with their mothers and daughters and how they wanna have that too.
4: I think you know the reason that my mom and I wanted to do this show so much is kinda to kind of show the world that it's okay to be close with your mom. It doesn't have to be weird. It can be weird, but it doesn't have to. Just it's, a, it's cool to be close with your mom and, and your daughter and, and it's awesome and you know be proud of that.
0: Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I hope you guys have a lovely Mother's Day, even if it's only on Zoom, and you guys stay safe and healthy out
3: there.
4: Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us.
3: Thanks. We can't wait to see the second season.
0: Well, that is it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your ideas and your questions for the show. Is there a celebrity you would like to hear more about? Please let us know who. You can email us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And please don't forget
1: to leave us a review.
0: We will be back next week with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.